So the big question is this. How are successful everyday athletes over 30 like us who work hard, who don't have much time and who are always having to juggle life and family? How are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life but still have time for all our hobbies, family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy, once again from sunny northwest of England and with biceps half the size of G.I. Joe, it's James Breeze. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That was well worth the insult today. Thank you. That is well Thank worth you. the insult. How crazy is that though? Like from 1960 to up to 2001, for people who don't know this, I mean, Googling and researching beach bodies. That's what we're doing on the next magazine issue, some, a summer issue, yeah. Beach Bodies, a little bit different to what we'd, we we would usually do, let's be fair. Exactly. And uh, you came across an interesting stat about G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe and Barbie. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so G.I. Joe, the stat is his biceps have grown from 12 inches to 27 inches. And this is what scientists have discovered by measuring all the intricate details and like getting like two dental floss, I think. So 27 like, oh, inches. 12 inches to 27 inches is the ideal masculine size. And what's even more disconcerting is that Barbie's BMI is 16.24. I thought it was 14. Point- well, I did too. It's changed this morning because I oh, had right. the first article that said 14.5, but they've now officially come out as 16.24. I mean, that's still low. 16.24 is crazy low. Absolutely ridiculous. It falls in the categories of one in 100,000 who has some form of severe eating disorders. Yeah. So yeah, they have it. Random stats of the day on <laughs> body types. And uh, yeah, and my biceps are smaller than the guy Joe's. <laughs> What well, are you? Have you have you measured your the old the old guns on the I on the gun show? Really? <laughs> are you going to put that into my program? I might, well, I might do actually because we're going down the uh, we are actually going down the hypertrophy route with you pretty soon, aren't we? So um, it's probably, in fact, it's definitely something we should uh, keep a track of. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah. so today we're actually talking about heart rate for calculating rest periods. Um, that's what it's all about, and we were having a a little off air discussion, which. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let, we may as well start there, I, I guess. So we we, are, we very much, obviously, everyone knows, we come from the perspective of everyday people over 30. That's our audience, average Joes over 30, taking them from zero a lot of the time to healthy is, is, is the goal. And you read a post by a couple of people who we very, very much respect. We won't mention names, and we pretty much agree with virtually everything they do, but at this one point we diverge on them yeah explain well no it's just it's just part of the research we're doing again it's part of the art again writing for the magazine next month it's the research i'm doing for this is why it's titled why sprinting for fat loss is a bad idea for people over 30 i see it time and time again people so i was doing all the research for this and you come across this article how people are saying that for cardio you should focus on into interval training short sharp bursts of interval training that's going to work your cardiovascular system really well and that's going to, you're going to get the same benefits as what you do with long steady state stuff now as our discussion of air was all about it was like well this is geared towards athletes again people have been training have a long training history and already have a good aerobic base yeah and the argument they're making is that you know why i'm trying to make them more speedy more powerful and faster why do i want to ruin it with long slow stuff now 
hundred percent understand that. Like when you're working with athletes, different ball game altogether. But for ninety percent of the population, in fact, ninety nine percent of the population, I'd argue, um, out there, they're not fit enough. Exactly, but we we totally agree that if you want to if you want to be fast, you got to train fast. You got to yeah. train intervals. You got to train speed, etc. But if you're just an everyday person over thirty who doesn't have a great aerobic ability in the first place, if you do speed training, most it generally should be at the start of your session for speed. Obviously, you can do intervals, some finisher intervals at the end of a session, but it's gonna take it's gonna just take everything out of you. You're not gonna be able to recover from it. It's gonna be to the detriment of the rest of your session because you do not have the aerobic capacity to recover from that. That's where we take it slightly diverge from Exactly. And, and, that, and that is the unique thing. This is why I was so passionate about helping everyday people over 30s because no one else, no one's talking about this. No one's, again, you're typing to Google, like I, I Google this morning, you know, fat loss of sprinting, like 640,000 articles about why fat loss of sprinting is a good idea and why you should be doing it in less than a second, less than 0.62 seconds. Now, the problem is though, it's, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's you, well, for, we know for fat loss, you need high intensity. Yeah work you need some anaerobic work let's say sprinting hill sprints right yep because it's um basically the the risk of injury is lower because you not, the, the more tired you get the less you can sprint you're not going to be able to go fast enough basically yeah, no so it's you know it burns it does it, it'll burn a lot of calories quickly yep but so there's there's the injury risk ratio reward type going on here being fit enough and strong enough to get the right dose response Exactly, um, dose response. Yeah, like I said, we need to build people's aerobic capacities up first to a good level. It doesn't have to be an expert level, just a good level to get you fitter and feeling healthier about it in the long term. And this is kind of why we're going to go on to like this because no, no one really talks about this. Everyone talks about resting heart rate and heart rate and rest periods between sets, reps, and all these sorts of things. But no one ever talks about rest using your heart rate to rest and recover to before to allow you to go on to the next sets. So I see where they're coming from with certain things. And this is what I'm going to talk about today is like the system that we use and how we use it, why we use it when it comes to heart rate recovery. Yeah. So this is something that's from, again, from Phil Maffetone. However, it's, I don't know, a lot of people don't even don't know who Phil Maffetone is. Some people have heard the 180 minus age formula, et cetera, but this is even less well-known. Well, it was actually me who told you about it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, it wasn't. It's was brilliant. I don't know where we got it from or how we came about, but we like looked into this and we're like, this is really good. And we, and we tested that on myself first. Yeah. It's funny. It's like we're talking about like low heart rate, you know, talking about the intervals. This is actually mostly used for aerobic intervals, I think is the best way to put it. You know, that's how we use it. So again, we're talking about, we kind of like said intervals are bad if you're not fit enough, but we kind of use this for intervals to gauge where you're doing it here now. So... But anyway, the, the point being was literally, so if you don't know what the math method is, it's 180 minus your age. That it helps you calculate roughly your aerobic threshold, give or take five, depending on you know how fit and healthy you are. We've done podcasts about this in the past. The book, Maximum Aerobic Power, is all about that. Well, if you are, God, he updated it last year. If you are, if your waist height is over 0.5, you should take, take another five off. That's a quick way to do it. Yep. There you go. So that's perfect. So that, that, it, it stems from that. So we were looking, well, okay, because everyone uses time for recovery. Let's just take simple weights, like you know, to do a set of bicep curls, curls for the win, you know, rest 60 seconds, rest two minutes. You always use rest, you know, that set time periods for whatever you're doing in between here. But when it comes to aerobic intervals, you kind of apply the same thing. Now, what we found was, well, you can individualize this even further for people. So we've taken the variety of the math method, 180 minus your age, 
and we've done the following formula, 160 minus your age as your recovery level. So say, very simply, my math is uh, 148. Okay, so my, that's 180 minus my age, and I'm at 148, that's my given time. However, my recovery time is 160 minus my age, so which is 123. So just as, as a working example, it's quite complex because there's no numbers and stuff in front of you here now. So I'll do an aerobic interval. Let's just say I'm doing 250 meters on the rower. I do 250 meters rower at a certain pace, uh, get my heart rate up. As soon as my heart rate goes below 123, I go again. I'm not using a minute, two minutes rest. I'm using my heart rate as the gauge to tell me when I can go again. And what you see is this, is that people will, will the first few sets, you're doing it quicker. So if you're saying doing 10 sets, there's these 10 sets of 250 meter rows. You know, the first three to four, you'll be back on the row pretty quickly. Boom, it's quite good. But then it starts to slow down. Your recovery starts to extend out. And what we're trying to improve on using this method is your ability to recover faster. And it's more tailored to you as opposed to a minute. A minute could be too long. A minute also could be too short. Too little, yeah. 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 For what you're doing, this is becoming tailored to you specifically for these types of things. Mm. And it works well for aerobic intervals, not, yeah. not, not talking sprint intervals, not talking, because that's even worse. You need full recovery yeah. for that. But we're Absolutely. talking- You've got to take a long zone. time. We're talking the middle zone of using a bit of aerobic and anaerobic threshold, not going too hard. This sits in perfectly. You can use it from the rower, the assault bike, running like, you know, 400 meters if you want to. It's not sprinting. This is just, you know, good pace, 80% of your pace almost. I did it this morning, essentially. <laughs> you know, I was doing a mixed modal session recovered on hard. But the point is, at 160 minus your age, it gives you a personalized ability to recover faster. And you'll see fast, we're seeing faster improvements on aerobic capacity because of it. What I was going to say, as you say, it individualizes it really well because say two people may have the same 2K row test. So essentially, if we were doing a mixed modal session, we'd give them exactly the same time for a 250. But their capacity might be to recover might be way different. Exactly. So if you base it on their heart rate, one person could be recovering after 30 seconds and then the other person, 45, a minute, wh whatever, it is. whatever it is. And we're seeing it time and time again. And it's, that's the important thing. If you have two athletes and you've got to choose between the two of them, you want the person and their, their times are identical. You want to choose the athlete that can recover faster to go again. Yep. That's essentially what you want to look for. And we see this. Most people haven't got the ability to recover. They can do things once, but they can't recover. And guess what we need to do as we're getting older over 30? Recover better because life throws everything our way. Uh, we need to cope with it and it just happens. So recover faster, improve your quality of life to go more, go longer, go harder, go faster, essentially. Exactly. And actually it goes back to what we were saying before about um, slightly disagreeing with the uh, our two uh, colleagues because you were talking about, you know, you can do all the speed training you want ever, but it's not going to help you on a six-hour hike on yeah. a mountain, is it? <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Absolutely not at all. And don't get me wrong. You know, this this way, like I agree with what they're saying. Like to, to be fast, you've got to train fast. Let's absolutely hundred yeah, percent. But like this is the point in the article I'm trying to write in the, in, for the magazine is like, well, most people over thirty aren't fit enough, strong enough, mobile enough, or have the training experience to do high intensity sprints. They're going to pull a hammy. They're going to put, put a hip act. Whatever it is, there's going to be there's going to be issues along the way. There's alternative methods you can do. But the key thing is here now, look, again, build, a, if you're over 30 new to training, build a low aerobic base first, build a nice your pyramid, then progress it to nice intervals like we're just talking about here, not hit intervals, 
not all out balls to the wall, dive, puke up and vomit into a bucket <laughs> intervals. 80% work using your heart rate as a guide to recover, to recover faster, get faster there. Then we can start to progress further on there. The problem is, mate, and you know this well, it takes time. Yeah, no. And people don't like spending time doing this no. stuff. They hate uh, it. It really takes time. But in the long run, it's it's well worth it. Well so, worth it. Now, in, uh, just just so people know as well, I'm sure the people out there, well, can I use this heart rate method for strength training? Is it worthwhile for using for strength training? It's a yes and no answer. For people who are strong, uh, not really. It doesn't really work that well. You can tell you to go again too soon. Yeah, especially if you're going down the strength route and you're going heavy, you've got to take those three to five minute rest periods. Got it. Exactly. And then for beginners, yes, it can work a bit for beginners. However, it's a bit too complex. Not because they can't do it, because they're new to training and we don't want to overload them in the idea of too many things, too many gadgets. It's a more advanced progression. Now, on the flip side, it can be used very, very well for something like a mixed modal CrossFit type piece where it's repeatability kind of workouts. Let's just, again, the one I did this morning, for example, I did 250 meter row, hollow body pullovers uh, for core, and I did 20 kettlebell swings, right? So that was my workout today. I did five sets of that. So I, would, I, would, I did the first round. The idea is each round has to be the same time. I do it in literally two minutes, essentially one minute for the row, and then transitions and everything between. The no, actually, less than 150 in between, but then I rest for 160 minus age, 123, before I go again. And the idea is I'm trying to bring my recovery between each session down yeah. before I go So the again. ultimate goal is to get your recovery exactly the same Yeah, every, every round. Down every round and even faster. That's, that's the whole purpose. That's a higher training knowledge, <laughs> I think, but we're trying to improve because it's not when you get strong enough and when you get fit enough, it's about improving the ability to recover, to keep going, going, and going. That's my way of thinking. That's our way of thinking and how we do things. So that was it. So I want to make sure my time, I'm more interested in the rest times between my sets of that mixed modal piece than I am in the actual times. I know I can get the times in. I want my recovery to be spot on. Yeah. Who's, who's calling you on your watch? Oh God, who's it's Cat, it's actually. Cat, so blow me that, Cat. She literally said, is it burger time yet? Because we're going to this. <laughs> if anyone's not watching, Google Hill Reckon Burgers. Right, hills, hey, as in hills and H I W L S. What's your recovery time between burgers? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's see if it works tonight. So if I have my my four patty burger tonight, like I'll, I'll measure my heart rate and let back let get back to you next week on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, look, guys, look for, I know people out there who, who listen to this podcast with mixed abilities. Some are beginners, some are super advanced. But like I said, give it, give it a go. Give the aerobic intervals with the, with the heart rate recovery a quick go. See how it goes. And then for the super advanced, we're doing mixed modal type work. See what happens in the heart rate recovery. 160 minus your age. See what your recovery is between each set to see how it goes. Exactly. Awesome. Uh, thank you for that. I enjoyed that. Go and enjoy your burger. I will do. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Until next time. 
Want more fitness secrets? Want to see the very best that Strength Matters has to offer? If so, then go start your free seven-day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today. Our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action. Together, we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success. Start your free seven-day coaching experience today. Visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started.